0: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Iltz, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger. Iles. I'm Leo Wilds, and we are
4: the Dariers doing what we do—just driving up and down the highways and byways of America and
0: listening to music. And oh, that sounds nice. Let's share it on our show. That's right. That's about it. Well, you know, people ask us. They say, "Dariers, exactly what is Americana music?"
4: Well, and that's a fair question. We people ask us all the time. Like we know. <laughs> For, like we what you're really talking about, but <laughs> yeah,
0: but whatever. Well, it, it, you know, we have a fair uh, answer, right? Uh, it, it's a it's a definition. You got to uh, start somewhere, right? And this is where we start, and, and this, we, we define it as uh, music with distinctive, distinctive American, American
4: roots. roots. And having said that, it's a pretty you know wide open situation. Oh, it's I, all kind of music, all kinds that, of know? stuff. Yeah, I
0: mean, for instance, it could be big band music. Well, it could be swing music. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be Cajun. It could be slack key. It could be poke. Uh, it could be. It could be synth pop. It could be jug band. <laughs> uh, indie rock. Indie rock. Oh, that's cool. We've uh-huh. done some of that. Yeah. yeah.
4: It could be uh, uh, rhythm and blues. music. Oh, no, no. It uh, could be. Well, it could it be. It has been. It has been. Yeah. yeah it doesn't could. have to be again. No, it doesn't have to be ever again.
0: <laughs> but you know what uh, What well, it has been that, Roger? and should be again? I agree. It's Boogaloo We like Boogaloo We like to say Boogaloo That's true We've we've featured a few times We'll do some more well, the format of the show is that um, uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes That's correct. That we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's the only rule. And we take turns starting the show, and it's an odd-numbered show, episode 149 Wow, that's a bunch. Yeah. yeah. So Leo, oddly enough, I think you're up.
4: Well, listen, I've been kind of watching these guys, and I was kind of looking for a chance to you know, bring them in here. I think I'm just going to go ahead and play them today, because uh, this seems like a good way to kick off the show. Uh, it's, just, it's these two brothers. They're called the Avid brothers have you heard oh, of them yes i have yeah, yeah. and uh they're, they're they're a good band and you know just a little background on them they are brothers uh i think one of their names uh, scott and seth are the brothers names okay. and the touring band includes uh pianos and uh, you know uh an upright bass and uh, you know backup vocals and everything but they uh they played music together one thing i like about it is that they've played music together since we were kids just like you and i Right. Right. And it turns out their grandmother was a concert pianist and their father was a guitarist. So uh, they began in the 1990s with a Seth, um, Seth's Mount Pleasant High School rock band called Margo and Scott's College Group. Nemo, it had a band called Nemo. Uh, okay. All right. And when Nemo broke up, Scott and Seth, uh, they just got together and said, let's just do a band. Wow. So, anyway, uh, it's it's a, they combine a lot of bluegrass, uh, country, punk, pop, all the stuff we talk about. Uh, folk, rock and roll, indie, hockey talk. We ought to make a list. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> These guys have been reading our mail. I think so, basically. yeah. This, anyway, let's kick it off. This is a good song with the Abbott Brothers from uh, 2010, and it's called A Head Full of Doubt and A Road Full of Promise.
1: There's a darkness upon me that's flooded in light. In the fine print they tell me what's wrong and what's right And it comes in black and it comes in white And I'm frightened by those who don't see it Where nothing is owed, deserved or expected And your life doesn't change by the man that's elected You're loved by someone you're never rejected. Decide what to be and go be it. There was a dream. And one day I could see it. Like a bird in a cage, I broke in and demanded that somebody free. Blood in life in the fine friend that tell you what's wrong and what's right and it flies There's darkness upon me that's flooded in light. And I'm frightened by those who don't see it. There you go.
0: Yeah, that's great. I like those guys. I, I do, do too, I'm man. I'm you picked, a, they picked got a up good, on them.
4: good sound there. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, we got the show kicked off,
0: Rog. I guess it's back to you. Well, I'm going to see your brother group and raise you a brother group. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. So um, I started. Stumbled upon these guys uh, while reviewing some of the Minnesota Beatles project. Remember? Yeah, yeah, We've that's done great some stuff. Off of that. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, so they're a Minnesota band. They're called the Cactus Blossoms. Okay. And uh, it's it's two brothers, um, Jack Torrey, who is Mr. Cactus, and Paige Burkham, who is Mr. Blossom. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Okay. Uh, so their touring act includes their older brother, Tyler, their cousin, Philip, and Jake Hansen and Jeremy Hansen. So, you know, it's a six-piece band. Right. But they, um, they say their musical styling is the sounds and approaches of early country and rock and roll. And it was inspired by traditional American folk music and hillbilly music. Reminiscent of 60s Nashville and Los Angeles has heard an artist like Roy Orbison, the Birds, and Dwayne Eddy. Well, that's so, cool. Now, so you're going to hear it. Yeah. It really reminds me of um, the Righteous Brothers and all that kind of uh-huh. stuff. Super cool stuff. They uh, began playing music at ages 18 and 23, but they didn't form the band until they were like 30 years old. But uh, they started playing local shows in Minneapolis and uh, did a, a self-released uh, debut album. They've been doing some good stuff. Um they uh, uh, a reviewer says their their sound is honest unvarnished completely engaging style that is clearly retro but in no way musty <laughs> oh is that a fact <laughs> so sometimes that they grow musty i don't know I, I just, don't know I don't know maybe but I like it okay, I, I think it's really super cool um and i i they have a new album out, but I went back to one um from twenty sixteen it's the title cut. The cactus blossoms doing your dreaming.
5: Your dreaming beside me. Are you running? Are you falling? Is an old love. Inside me I'm not sleeping I'm not walking And you can't hear my talking When your eyes are closed I'll be alright It just takes some time I can believe that you are mine, oh mine, this pain thing has a hold on me, feels like I'm sinking, like I've been drinking, and I can't help.
0: A very brotherish. I would. Yeah, I'd say more Ever, uh, Everly, brothers Everly brothers than yeah, righteous yeah, brothers. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I like them, man. I think they're good. That's pretty cool, man. Okay, Leo,
4: it's back to you. There's this guy, um, and I'm going to try to pronounce his name right. His first name is Terry, and I think his last name was Pilater. And um, this is—he uh, was a founder of one of these um, these New York era uh, garage bands, right? Okay. Uh, back in the '60s, and in and in 1966, uh, he was he he had gotten this group uh, started, the Dimensions, right? And uh, so they went on and added some other guys to the band. And then in 1965, a, a guy named uh, Jack Iloco joined the band and changed their name to the Wee Four because the, you're going to love this part. The reason they were calling it the Wee Four is because none of the members was over five feet eight inches tall. <laughs> So, well, so they just said, "Well, this is this will work." So uh, they recorded a, uh, a really cool garage punk rocker uh, in 1966. And it was written by that guy Terry with his friend Jim Obie, and it's just one of those things where there's just not a whole lot of information about it. Yep, so I had I had to dig a lot to get that much. Really, I hear you. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's from uh, 1966. This is a band uh, called We Four, and the name of the song is Weird. <laughs>
3: I don't know what you're up to First you act like you need somebody Then you treat me just like dirt You pick me up, you
5: throw me down And here I stay on the
3: ground I try to find out what's with you When I come to this conclusion Oh baby, you're one girl I thought would stay with me Well, you're not what I thought you'd be Good thing I'm not blind they can't see You never stay with me left me all alone and I am nobody I can not call a friend I'm better off alone cause now I'll find somebody who can stay with me till the end Oh baby you're not for me and I can't see that All you did was put out some eggs I just have to face the fact that you weren't meant for me
4: Thrashing it, man. That's great. Man. I like I some it. of the, the the where the um, rhyme is kind of optional, right? <laughs> that stuff they were doing in there. Oh god, you gotta love it
0: though, man. Garage it's... band stuff. It just cracks me up. It's good. All right, Roger, back to you. Okay, I, I ran across this album uh, by these two guys, Josh Pinkham and Jerry Thomason. Um, uh, from 2008. Now, I, I can find very little about these two guys. Josh, uh, it says he's been a recognized mandolinist since a very young age. A quick search of YouTube will find a young Josh on stage with David Grisman, Mike Marshall, and Chris Thiele. Oh, yeah, okay. Wow. In very good company. Yeah, yeah. And then Jerry Thomason, he's um, a Texas style tenor guitarist known for backing fiddle players, and he's son of fiddle player Benny Thomason. So um, those are the two guys, and not much else on it other than it's some fantastic playing. Really? Uh, Just two guys. Okay. Mandolin and tenor guitar from the album Slapback. Josh Pinkham and Jerry Thomason doing Slapback. A usual, that killer. Yeah, man, really. Two guys, man. Just, uh, I could listen to that kind of stuff all day. Oh, absolutely, very cool. But unfortunately, we don't have all day. We don't have. They look at time, man. Yeah, it's. uh, time for us to take a little break. That's true, and uh, it's uh, we need it's to. It's an
4: odd numbered show. show, yeah. Um, so uh, I get to go uh,
0: police the area, pick up the trash, yeah, and clean out the cat box. Thank yeah. you, Ardmore. I'll take care I'm of it. More. And guess what? You get to do. Yeah, you get to check that Left ear, or inside, inside duel. Yeah, so okay. better go put on your. I got my gear. Your suit of fear. My suit
4: of fear. Yeah. Okay. Are okay, you ready? Fine. Okay. No, I'll never be ready. Well, at least one of
1: us will
0: be
4: back. <laughs>
1: Thanks a lot <laughs> right for their
4: vote of confidence on Tracker
1: the American. Oh, shout out! <laughs> <up. laughs>
0: well, we're back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lucky. Yeah, you're looking pretty sweaty, Leo.
4: Well, you know, I don't care for doing that very much. And
0: yeah, I understand. I get nervous, you know. Yeah, we got to be fair, though. Yeah. Okay, I know you're not interested in that. But. I'm
4: not interested in being <laughs> fair at all. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being unfair about that. I, yeah, some things it, you just
0: gotta, you know, try and weasel your way out, of it. weasel way out of it. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, well, so, uh, so what, what? How was the tire?
4: Roger? It was three pounds down. Okay, well, okay, that's so it's still
0: st- kind of in the pocket, kind of stable. Yeah. Okay, we'll but we
4: gotta that. get a longer, you know, air thingy. You know, it's already like 18 inches long. I know, but maybe they make longer ones. <laughs>
0: well, I guess you can search for it. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll check her out. Okay. All right, fine. You know, but if you get one th- th- that much longer, you're going to need an assistant to yeah, guide it. Yeah. It is not going to be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> You had a good
4: idea there for a second. I'm just saying (laughs) until you start qualifying. Maybe you
0: can, you know, find somebody in the campsite if there's ever anybody in the campsite.
4: I don't like doing that because you know I I don't want to impose on other people because I get I sweat on them. You know Uh, I understand that, and And you don't want to spread your DNA around. No, 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 no. That's true. They never know. They're going to find me sooner or later anyway.
0: (laughs) Well, enough of that. (laughs) We're broadcasting this week from. uh, It's called. Butts, Butts, Georgia,
4: Butts, Georgia. <laughs> no, no, listen, in, in all we France, couldn't resist.
0: No, we yeah, couldn't. We, it, we had to go right. We just had to go right there. Right, you know yeah. that's
4: that's like there's some adolescent humor yes, right it there. It was,
0: and that's us. It's
4: it's it's not Butts itself is just like an unincorporated community, it, but it's in Jenkins County, Georgia. Right, Okay, right, okay. And they have uh, they have a, got a post office built, which makes you kind of an official town. It, that was in 1891. And um, then they didn't operate it there for a while, and so they closed the post office. But but uh, it's it's become um, the the general area has uh-huh. become something of a tourist like location. I found that mm-hmm. out when we came because we came in pretty late at night. And there were more people than I expected to see here, so there you go. Well, that's true. But apparently, uh, they're, they're known for something pretty interesting. I just found this out this morning talking to this guy. Uh, they, this county has gained ad- attention in recent years because it's a, it's a frequent backdrop uh, for a number of movies and television shows. Seriously? Yeah, they've been shooting a bunch of film here and everything. But get a little of this. Most recently, the Netflix series, Stranger Things. Oh no, It's bit yeah, and it's, it's basically they turned the downtown area right into kind of a backdrop uh, for the fictional town of Hawkins, Indiana. Oh wow! Where all that took place? Remember, I watched the whole thing, Uh and uh, the exterior of the Butts of the Butts County—I love saying (laughs) Butts County Courthouse—is featured standing in for the Hawkins Library. So you know, wow! And so I guess it's a tourism thing now. People have been coming for
0: that. You know, well, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they've been the. Butts of, the all butts jokes. of so. a lot of jokes. It just goes on and on. Well, you know. people ask us. They say, dare So, what's your deal, anyway, guys?" We have to have a deal. Well, you know, you're you're you guys. You're driving all over the country in that old RV. That's right. And you're going to Butts. Yeah, Butts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're driving right into Butts and. Uh, <laughs>
3: Just can't, can't help yourself. Can't that. help yeah.
0: myself. Can I? <laughs> but there's a reason we do it. Okay, that's true. Well, because uh, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, well, they have these things called ranches. ranches. That's true. And they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. They're kind of
4: like professionals. Yeah, you sorta. might say so. Yeah, they
0: got their home studios and yeah. everything. Yeah, you know, Rex Allen Jr. of course has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch, and that's and that, in the Dos Cabezas, Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yes. Yeah. Alan Bailey has a swinging gate ranch out there in western Kansas. Oren Friesen, uh, who is the human footnote of the Derriers. He listens to everything. And uh, he has the rock and banjo ranch there in in Kansas. And uh, we kind of wanted a ranch. And we were talking to our pal Suzanne one time. We said, gee, we wish we had a ranch. And she said, what's wrong with you? She said, you guys, look at it this way. You've got the biggest ranch of all. You've got the entire continental United States. exactly, Border to border, ocean to ocean. Mm -hmm. You could say you have a ranch. Without, without fences, that's true. And we ram- roam that range in our RV called
3: ramlin Rose. ramlin Rose. Why you, ram-
0: ah, sweet Rosie? Rosie gets us there every time. She always does, yeah, man. She does. Yeah,
4: knock on wood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good old Rosie. She's a good old, good old RV.
0: Yes, she is. All well, right. Leo. I do believe it's back to you. Okay, all right. I got a story to tell. I bet you do. You usually do. This is this is a good one. I
4: like this because it's got this whole musical component to it. And there's also a mystery involved in this one, right? Oh boy. Okay, now there's this gal, her name was Elizabeth Eaton Converse, right? And she was born in Laconia, New Hampshire on August the third, nineteen twenty four. And she was raised in Concord in New Hampshire as the middle child of a strict Baptist family. I mean, her dad was a minister. And her mother was described as musical without getting, you know, too, I don't know what that means exactly. But anyway, she attended Concord High School. And she was, you know, a really well-educated person. She was a valedictorian. And she won eight academic awards, including an academic scholarship to Mount Holyoke College of Massachusetts. Wow, and uh, after two years of study, she left Mount Holyoke and moved to New York City. Now this where sort of things changed, right? So she got to New York, and um, her persona started to change. And she started getting really interested in music, and uh, she started calling herself Connie, which is a nickname she acquired while living in New York. And she began writing songs, performing them basically for friends, and accompanying herself on her guitar. And then she began to pick up some bad habits, which her dad really did not approve of at all. Yeah, that happened. She started smoking, uh-huh. and she started drinking, uh-huh. and in and fact, it got so bad that obviously there was a musical thing coming up here, but her dad never heard her perform. He basically disowned her because of all that, you know? Wow. So anyway, she, she was really struggling along, and she was... Now, here's the thing that's interesting. Uh, and I'll get to more of it in a minute, but she has been described as possibly the very first singer-songwriter to be that would match that genre. Wow. You know? And uh, she was writing all these songs and performing them herself, which is exactly what they are, but she was kind of going nowhere with it, right? And the problem was, she was a little ahead of her time in New York. The whole village scene hadn't started popping yet. Sure. So by 1961, she was just, you know, she was getting over it, and, um she decided she had to leave town. Well, this is about the time that Bob Dylan was showing up, oh man, so she missed it by that much right right anyway uh she she only her only known uh- um, public appearance was on a television appearance in nineteen fifty four on the morning show uh with Walter cronkite that's it that's wow. the only explosion she ever got so by she held out for a long time. it just wasn't working out for her uh she had left, she'd gone around, she'd come back. And uh, by 1973, she was just totally burnt out. So, uh, in August of '74, which was just a couple of days uh, after her 50th birthday, she wrote a series of letters to her family and friends discussing her intention to make a new life. She just wanted to go over and start over. In fact, one of her letters, she said, "Let me go. Let me be if I can. Let me not be if I can't." And um, she had a she distributed them. You know, but by the time everybody got their little letter, because she sent them out to her family, she was gone.
2: She yeah. Had no up, email
4: back in those days. No, no email. Yeah. She packed up that little thing in a Volkswagen Beetle, and Roger, she literally dropped off the first face of the earth. Wow. She made a clean break, and um, they, you know, for a while they um, they had a, they even hired a private investigator, and the private investigator said, "Look, I could maybe find her, you know, but she she kind of, you know, she wants it's just, to be alone. Yeah. It, there's nothing wrong with her making a clean break if that's what they want to do." And so the family decided to honor her wishes and they quit looking for her and, you know, let it shine on. Now, the only re- recording she did were at a friend's house um, on a uh, reel-to-reel tape recorder. And years later, um, um, back in the 2000s... Uh, so these recordings were found. Some were found in a file cabinet back at her old family place. And some other guy had some in, in Europe that he'd gotten a hold of somehow. And they made an album containing 17 songs that she had recorded. And the, it, 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 all of a sudden, everybody's getting turned out to this music. And so people started, you know, doing covers of it, right? And there was actually a, um, there was a, a, a documentary made about the whole thing uh, that's called How Sad, How Lovely. Well, that is the name of the song I'm going to feature at the beginning of it, and um, there, like I said, there were 17 songs, but that was the name of the uh, of the project itself. And I decided I wanted to uh, show this 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 uh, the style of music that she was writing in another light, uh, updated. So I made a mashup.
5: mash-up. <laughs> He did the monster match.
3: The monster
2: match.
5: It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. Uh, yeah.
4: So here we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful song. And um, I found uh, three other versions of it that I thought worked out pretty well with it. It's kind of interesting, though, because the people that covered this later, uh, their arrangements were real sparse, just like hers. And I looked at the elapsed time of each one of them. And the all, all of the cover versions I used were within eight seconds of the same length. Oh, wow. For all of them, you know. Oh, cool. So everybody were kinda, they
0: like in the same key mostly? Or?
4: Mostly, okay. yeah. And the, the way I was able to do the edit, it switches key a little bit, but you don't really notice it very much. Awesome. So anyway, uh, I had a fun time doing this. So let's just give it a look. Uh, this is Connie Converse. And it's called uh, how how what I can't even remember the name of it now. How sad, how sad, how lovely. Yeah, this mash-up.
2: the mashup. All oh sad, how lovely, all short, all sweet. To see
1: the sunset at the end
2: of the street, and the day gathered in to a single light, and the shadows rising from the brim of the night.
1: Street.
4: And great, uh, great mashup. It, now I want to mention who the other uh, yeah, performances yes, were on that mashup. That. Yeah, uh, there are two uh, two duos and a single performer that uh, used their versions. One uh, of the duets was uh, John Shelley and Daniel. Uh, I'm sorry, Joan Shelley and Daniel Martin Moore. Uh, a single guy, a, a guy named Chris White. Who I'm going to bring him back. He's he's quite a player. Uh, I got some stuff I'd like to play with him later. And another a um, another duet, uh, Mike Patton and Elaine Johannes. So, anyway, lovely. And you brought this to me. I totally spaced it. Episode 107. 107. You, you did uh, a little thing I on I covered
0: her. Yeah, man. And I didn't do the same song.
4: Right, right, right. Uh,
0: but it was interesting hearing your take on it and what you got on. And we got a mashup. Out we of it. got a mashup. So I think it definitely... It. But if people want to follow those names, they can go to our website, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, where are we, Roger? Uh, Well, you you just did a song, so uh, who do you think? I think it's your turn. I think you're right. Excuse me. So in my stumbling around, I I, I stumbled upon a compilation album called Guilt by Association Mm -hmm. uh, from 2007. And um, there's a song on there by a a gal by the name of Petra Hayden. Now she is one of the Hayden triplets. Oh yeah! You remember, I covered yeah. them before. Oh, I and, sure did. And from the song "Oh Brother, Art Art Thou," they were the three little girls that mm-hmm. did the thing, and they and they're great musicians, uh, all of them. But she she is really interesting. So, um, you know, I covered them before, but um, she is was born into music, daughter of the jazz bassist Charlie Hayden. And then triplet sister of Rachel Hayden and uh, Tanya Hayden. They're all musician. And then um, she's the sister of bassist singer Josh Hayden, who's the leader of the group Spain. Okay. So right. a lot of that big yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. But she's been in different groups. But now, um, so uh, also she was in the Decemberists. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, she released her first album, which is called Imaginary Land, consisting mostly of original. Acapella music, uh, that was in 1996. Now, in 2005, she re- released a home-recorded album, P- Petra Hayden sings "The Who Sell Out," a complete acapella rendition of "The Who Sell Out" by The Who. Oh, really? Now, I, I really, I really uh, struggled with this, so I- I've got a solution for that. But in 2009, Toyota commissioned her to perform three songs for television commercials for the third-generation Toyota Prius, including an a cappella version of the Bellamy Brothers' nineteen seventy song, Let Your Love Flow. Okay. So this is her thing. She multi-tracks and does all this stuff, right? Okay, yeah, sounds familiar. So uh, I'm going to post a video, uh, a YouTube video, uh, of her doing... Um, of her doing the Who song, I Can See for Miles. Oh, really? Because uh, uh, after she recorded it, then um, she's commissioned to do it live. So she put together a 10-woman chorus, <laughs> and they perform this thing live. It's just killer. Oh, man. But this was the song that uh, drew me to her. Is from that album. Um, and it's, once again, an acapella version mm-hmm. of Petra Hayden doing the Journey tune, Don't Stop Believin'. Just.
4: Tomorrow's moving day. Yeah, what, what should we have for breakfast?
0: Backing up, we are backing up. We're pretty good backup singers, but we, we don't are. back up the RV so well. Not so much. No, that's no, so much. no. I, I wouldn't want to make a living of it. That's too well. Well, we aren't doing that so much as this,
3: music either. The so. money
0: just rolling in. <laughs>
4: You know, rolls right out that's again. True. Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, this is the part of the show where uh, we we have uh, done a, with a nice. Yeah, we're
4: not we're not going to be nice
0: about it. We're and just we just get right down and beg, beg. beg We'll right. beg you to go to our website. Come on, what's it take? You know, we're begging for you to go look yeah. at our little go website. Go check it out. We I work mean, we so s- hard. We spend a lot of time. Matter of fact, I just put up a, a video of uh, uh, Petra Hayden. Oh yeah, uh, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that Who Tune. Go so look at that. It's go worth check that it out. just cool. for that. But there's so much other stuff there. Oh, there's a lot. There's a bunch Yeah So uh, the website For this uh, show is Thederriers.com And please don't forget The We make this point As often as possible But people still screw up Yeah they do They do And uh, you know If you forget the You will never forget it Never forget it it, Again You'll you'll
4: bookmark it Yeah That's right That's what you'll do you'll do that
0: again Probably If you're likely Probably Uh huh Uh, of course, the website for the band is...
4: Well, that's com with the number three there on the front. Mm-hmm. And that's where we uh, you can go look at our albums that we've got posted there sure. and our, our list of appearances and stuff like that. T-shirts, so, all that kind of stuff. T-shirts, great
0: stuff, yep. yeah. If you go to either website, uh, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true. And yeah. if you look at it, we're pretty sure you'll be contented. contented. But boy, there's a bunch. There is a lot.
4: So you could become confused, confused. in which case you should just... Contact, contact us And we'll get you straightened
0: out Yeah, there's That's contact right. us tabs on both websites Or you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses That's right Mine is uh, Roger, no D, at com, And mine is Leo, also <laughs> No D, <laughs> no D Why would you?
4: I was still thinking about something else but yeah. anyway, Because why would you? At thedariers.com.
0: That's right Okay so, you know, um, uh, you know what else you can do, Leo? No, tell if me If you about go that. to com, click on the Americana Roadshow tab. That's right. And from there, you can, uh, download, uh, any of our past episodes. You can listen to them there or download them and listen to them later at your leisure, leisure. preferably yeah. while wearing your Leisure suit suit. That's right Get dressed for the occasion That's right And you know what else You can do Leo What else can you do Roger You can now hear Any of our past episodes On Spotify Spotify.
4: Yeah I was listening to us On Spotify
0: today I know you like Spotify I like Spotify But you know It's also on several Other platforms Spotify I mean I know you like that But some people Might want to listen To it on Stitcher yeah, but there's Spotify. I there is right there, and, uh, or they might want to listen to it on TuneIn.
4: Uh, but it's S P O
0: T Spotify. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's even on Amazon Music and, and Spotify. Yeah. and, and there it's there also goes. on iHeartRadio.
5: Well, you can listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> yes, you
0: can. Oh, who is but that? All those other places. That's all those places. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, <laughs> go nowhere without, without the, the derriers. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. We Thanks, appreciate Mike. that a, vote of confidence. You right know, that might be our next. Uh, <laughs> that may be our next. Uh, <laughs> Something. Easy for you to say. I guess I so. I guess so. So, uh, Leo. What? Um, I think it's your turn. Okay. Please get us out of
4: Boy, this. Boy, we are in such a mess here.
0: Okay, you know what style of
4: music we have not really covered on the show? I can't imagine. I mean, maybe we have a, a New Wave. Have we okay. done New Wave? I
2: don't know.
4: I, well, I listened to it a lot when it was popular, you know, back in the 80s. Right. Uh, it was all over the airwaves. But there was this one band that I really liked from Berkeley, California. And uh, the name of the band was The Motels. Okay. Now you may not remember the name, but you'll remember the song when I play it. Uh, their best-known singles were uh, "Suddenly" last summer. All right, that was a big one. And the one I'm going to feature from 1982 is going to be "Only the Lonely." Okay. Was, yeah. A great song, man. Uh, but they had a, they had um, good performance on the charts. But the uh, it's a song um, that was written by the lead singer. Her name is Martha Davis, and she's pretty much front of the band, and she wrote the song on a guitar that was given to her by her late father, who was an administrator at the University of California Berkeley, and he found the instrument in Stiles Hall on the campus. And oh, had, wow. And he gave it to her, and she started writing music on it, and that's where this song came from. That's cool. From 1982, Only the Lonely.
5: We walked
2: the loneliest mile
5: We smiled without any style We kiss all together wrong, no intention. We lie about each other's strengths, we live without each other.
4: The song of the times, right there.
0: Oh yeah, that's a that's a
4: yeah, real real time. And, and yeah. the thing about that song too um, is that the band was you know led by Martha Davis. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, so in that day and age, that's pretty cool. Okay, all right, Roger, back to you. I, I stumbled across this guy, Robert Joseph Bear Jr. Okay. Bobby Bear Jr. Oh, Bobby Bear. Yeah. Wow, there's a name. Okay, don't assume anything, okay? okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, it's kind of interesting. Of course, he grew up in the music business and everything. Uh, he and his siblings appeared on the TV show Hee Haw, when he was a kid to provide the witch scream on Bobby Bear's senior song, Marie Laveau, right? So he was a, a member of the road crew and a light, te- light technician. And he once, once he said, uh, I, I, I tried to uh, avoid a real job at any cost. <laughs> so uh, once he's st- about 30, he started kind of recording and, and you know, writing songs. And of course, he was immediately offered a contract. Wow, sure, you know? of course. But uh, but anyway, it, it, it's it's not Bobby Bear Senior's kind of music. Yeah. But it's real interesting stuff. I, I kind of call it folk rock. Uh, this is from an album uh, called "From the End of Your Leash" from 2004. Bobby Bear Junior. Doing Valentine.
3: Inside her feeble mind, she is spinning out of time. Like a hunter who's gone blind My valentine Beside her velvet nest She humiliates the best Couldn't take no more I guess of my valentine Valentine I killed my Is a lie that pulls the key To free you from what you think you need Like my
2: valentine
4: Well, that's kind of a weird way wait, to end. Wait for it. Well, I that's what. What the hell was that? It was Bobby Bear
0: Jr. Putting a little stinger on the end there. I huh? guess. Wow. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, it, it, you know, it's kind of interesting stuff. Yeah, it, it, is. it no, didn't it's follow, It doesn't follow in his father's footsteps Apparently much Apparently not. Yeah, but, but not. it's good stuff. I like it. All right, Rog. Hey, you know what? It's time, isn't it? It's time I mean, we to out of time. Uh, get going. We got tomorrow's moving day, and we got to get on down oh, the that's road. That's true. That's true. But uh, first, we got to figure out where we're going. Whose turn is it to do what? Um, let's see. It is uh, I see. Uh, my turn to put up the map. Okay, and I'll get the dart. And so you get the dart. You, you okay, go ahead and get the map first.
4: Map. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that. Oh, I know. Okay. I Okay. A
0: little, you know, Okay, it's
4: up there. Okay, oh, okay you go blue get blue the dart. Screw the Screw the there it is. Got it? Yep, I'm being more careful. I
0: stabbed myself a couple of weeks ago. Okay, get in the circle. I, I'm in the circle. I'm ready. to Are you ready? Yep, yep. One, two, two three. three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh, we went down and, uh, Louisiana Louisiana, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah okay. okay, so let's see here Yeah, we got to uh, find the weird town uh, name Here's thing. the page of weird town names in Louisiana Okay You can pick one of those uh, What's it going to be? Bunky B-U-N-K-I-E Bunky funky, Bunky Louisiana
4: I just like that Bunky funky Louisiana Bunky sounds like funky maybe, maybe we can bunk up there, we'll see <laughs>
0: Well, let's hope All right Okay, well, we'll get on down the road and we'll uh, see what Bunky has to hold for us. Bunky, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been an interesting show, Leo. Yeah, it
4: really has kind of been off the rails, but uh, you know, there you go. We're back on again. All right, all right,
0: Rod. Well, this has been the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers Truckers Radio USA. USA. And
4: remember to look out behind you. It's the Darien.